I'm Therese, your host, and today's show is going to be about artificial intelligence in general and the next about artificial intelligence in architecture. And we have our favorite guest on the show, Faras. I hope you enjoy and thanks for listening. So good morning, Faras. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Therese, for having me again. As my one and only guest. (laughs) (laughs) Like you have any other choice. (laughs) No, but uh, seriously, I love talking to you and having you on the show. (laughs) I love to be here as well. I enjoy this. (laughs) So today's topic is um, AI. Uh That's a really, really difficult topic. It is. And we as non-AI experts, it's hard to discuss it, but we'll try to give a, a slight insight to the topic. Yes, in we'll the try. next episode, we're going to put the topic AI into architecture. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to. Yeah, we're going to try to. Yeah. Okay, so do you have an explanation for AI? A uh, really easy explanation. AI is just human brain in technology, in, in an artificial way. So it's a system that learns on its own. Yeah. Like a kid. When, when a kid is born, when an infant is born, they don't know anything and they start learning and learning as they grow up. Uh, they start learning how to walk, how to talk, what not to touch, if something is warm, if there is fire, not to touch it. Because when they touch it once and they got burnt, they learned not to do it again. And AI is also the same. AI gathers information and uh, it learns from it. So. So it gets smarter and smarter and it grows with its tasks. Exactly. The more, the more data it has, the smarter it gets. And do you know where it gets the data from? Well... I mean, we all give them the data. Yeah. Everything we use, the apps, everything, they capture our data. Exactly. And using it. <coughs> Excuse me. Exactly, that's the point. So we give them the data, uh, but for different AI uses, there are different ways of gathering information. We're going to get into the how AI can gather information in buildings in the next episode. But for example, there are self-driving cars. They gather information by driving on the streets. Right now they have to drive for two, three uh, years on the streets just uh, to practice and to learn about how things work on the streets if someone jumps in front of the car how the car has to react and cars are just these this brain of the car is just learning and learning until it becomes uh, it has enough sufficient information to drive on its own Mm -hmm. so it starts with systems like siri or alexa Mm -hmm. to self-driving cars Mm -hmm. and would you say a lot of companies call technology AI that isn't really AI? Well, AI is still not AI in its um, in its complete definition. It's still learning, and we're still giving them information. Uh, they are they are not gathering information on their own, and I think until they can gather information on their own, they are not 
proper AIs. Uh, and yeah, that's my that's my point on it. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yes, I think there are a lot of things. Um, I mean, every every part of software has some AI mm -hmm. to it, but that's not necessarily AI in its real definition of learning on its own mm -hmm. and becoming better and better with its yeah. tasks. Yeah, that's the point. Most of the uh, gadgets, most of the apps, most of the things we have right now, we are giving them the information yeah. and uh, they, are, they are not learning on their own. Uh, whatever even a software that we use in architecture all the softwares that we use in in our in our day-to-day -day works for example revit uh autocad uh ashicad um i don't know all the softwares that are there yeah they're not smart we tell them everything what to do they're just a tool yes for us and the next point is for them to become clever and if I have to move all the windows 10 centimeters the, I just tell move all the windows 10 centimeters toward inside and then the computer does it on its own mm -hmm. and it becomes more intelligent because we feed those programs with the data it mm -hmm. already has all the data that it needs but we waste we're wasting so much time in fixing our own problems mm -hmm. again and again and again mm -hmm. and switching some possibilities yeah. every two days yeah true and it takes so much time true yeah that's completely true for example as i said this example of the windows uh we had i did the windows in our building 10 centimeters inside from the outer skin of the facade and then uh, after five days we have we get new information from one of the uh, engineers and they told us it has to be 20 centimeters from the facade outer skin and I had to go through all the floors and move each single window uh, 10 centimeters inside and because it's a um, current it's a building that we are refurbishing so I couldn't just move everything at once 10 centimeters to inside I have to do each window and I lost around one hour just to do this yeah whereas if the softwares become more uh, clever then you can just tell them to do this and they do it on their own <clears throat> and yeah Oh yeah, we're wasting so much time at work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just doing things that we already did. And that's, that's, that's the thing. If you compare our generation of architects to the generation of architects from 40, 50 years ago, when there was a huge office with 100 tables, desks that architects used to draw by hand on them, mm -hmm. and how much time they used to waste, and if they were alive, if, or if they are still alive, and they compare our times to their times where three people can design or four people can design a 200 square meter building uh 200,000 square meter building just three of them whereas 56 years ago i don't know how many people but i think 40 50 people should have draw all the details and mm -hmm. floor plans by hands and so things will get better as i mean as the technology evolves we're gonna 
spend less and less time. And what do you think can you do to keep up with the with the technology? Do you think you should do some schooling or some I don't know, how do you prepare yourself I, for the for the future? Myself is hard, but uh, I would say uh the schooling system has to change dramatically. Oh yes. Uh things we learn in the schools, things that my my cousins or that are seven eight years old, they are still learning in in the school. They're still learning the same things I used to learn. Yes. Fifteen uh, sixteen years ago, and I think that's that's not gonna help them in the future. No, uh, it's still the same history lesson. It's yeah. the same language lesson. Yeah, and also the technical stuff i think we should move toward more and more toward tech in programming in the schools um instead of physics and chemistry and i mean i'm not saying to get rid of those stuff completely but you still need to you you need to give some of the time of those uh lessons to computer and related stuff to computer because mm -hmm. that's the future yeah that's true But are you not interested in, in learning programming for yourself and maybe develop a smarter way to work with the, with the architecture programs and find <coughs> solutions for your problems, individual problems that you might have? I would say, I would say that I'm, I would love to learn it, to learn how to program and to be more uh, clever with computers. But at the end of the day, it's I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> I, I admit it. But that is the way. And one day I will regret not learning how to program or being more um, specialized in computers. Mm -hmm. in computer skills. So maybe we should start learning it right now. Right. True. We should all have at least an idea about it. Yeah. Okay, that's a plan. We're going to do it. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. No, we're <laughs> going to do it. <laughs> And um, to to change um, to change from architecture more to AI mm. back. Um, we also see it on television. Mm -hmm. Do you have an example of AI in television? Like a series or yeah, a film. like a series or a movie or whatever. What was that Will Smith film? AI. I Robot. Yes. I robot. I robot with Will Smith. <laughs> There was Westworld. Oh yes, Westworld. Yeah, Westworld. I, I Westworld. I've watched that. Yeah. You liked this, it? I liked the first season, the first few episodes, but then I just got lost at one point. Why did you get lost? It it didn't have to do with technology. It had to do with the storyline of the series. I who created who and why someone <laughs> killed someone and why was she remembering i i just got lost at some point and also mm -hmm. a side a path um on the side i also lost by watching in during watching the series lost <laughs> i have no idea what happened in that series but, okay but i have the same problem i have And I was so disappointed by the end. I was like, why did I waste my time? I haven't even reached the end. Okay. I was just confused. Just don't do it. Then. 
Don't go, don't go for it. Okay, back to okay, Westworld. But maybe for, for the listeners that have no idea what's Westworld about. Um, Westworld is the name of a Western theme park populated by robots who play all kinds of Western stereotypes. Lawmen, prostitutes and all those. <clears throat> it's like Jurassic Park, but with robots mm -hmm. instead of dinosaurs yeah and and uh, normal people can pay and go there and have the experience of but living. it's really expensive yeah. so only <laughs> the really rich can yeah. can go inside and they live their darkest fantasies out there mm -hmm. right yeah they can kill the robots and then they i mean it's a pretend they can kill them they can go Uh, ride the horses. Uh, they they can do everything they want in that theme park, and then they get out of it. And then the morning after, they fix all the robots, and the storyline starts from the beginning again. And new visitors come, and that's the whole idea of the series in yeah. the beginning. In the beginning, and as time goes by, there's a conflict rising. Mm -hmm that the robots starting to feel and to remember mm -hmm. when they got killed or when something bad happened to them or how mm -hmm. they got fixed again. Yeah. And there are, do you know the three laws for robotics by mm -hmm. Isaac Asimov? Mm -hmm. Do you know who he is? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> While you're explaining, I'm going to Google him. <laughs> I didn't know it either, but he mm -hmm. is... Um, <clears throat> he was a professor of biochemistry at Boston mm -hmm. University and a really famous science fiction writer. Yeah. And he wrote, for example, the book iRobot. Is it the same? F for the movie for the with uh, Will Smith. Isaac Asimov was an American writer and professor of Birmingham, Boston. He was known for his work of science fiction and popular science. Asimov was a prolific writer who wrote edited more than five la, 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 la. he died in 1992 okay yes and he invented the three laws of robotics mm -hmm. okay the first law what do you think it could be Robots. what's the what's the most important thing hardware okay no a robot <laughs> may not injure a human being uh, okay or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm okay rule number one rule number one did you write it down, I'm writing it down. <laughs> for your science fiction roman yeah. that you're gonna write yeah. okay number two yeah. a robot must obey the orders given in by human beings except where such orders would conflict with the first law Okay. Third, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so that means robots can go and war with each other, but they can't harm humans. Yes. This is the thing uh, right now in uh, technologies that are involved with military equipments and hardwares. There's a lot of use of robots. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm 100% correct on this, but I think on the border between South Korea and North Korea, at some points there are 
robot, uh, robotic guns or uh, defense, mm. which they can act on their own. And this has, this might mean that when a human comes over the border, that the robot can decide on its own to kill the person. So you mean they developed an awareness for themselves? Yeah. yeah. And right now, we we might get... Uh, well, that's actually a different topic. Uh, AI and uh, military. There is this uh, huge company, which is owned mm-hmm. by Google, Boston Robotics, yeah. which they build uh, robots for military, mm-hmm. mainly. They also make other kind of robots. And it's scary to watch some of the things that they build. There's this dog that can run (laughs) and it can run really fast. It's a robot dog. It can run really fast. I wouldn't want to go in a fight with that dog. It's scary. Anyways, uh, but these robots can also have AI. They also have AI and they can decide on their own, which... After listening to these three laws or rules that you talked about, I don't think they follow these these three rules. But can they really decide on their own or are they programmed to listen to their programmer, to their creator? And he decides mm, or she... It's not like a drone that that someone is uh, flying it and then Mm. the person anywhere in the world, an actual human, uh, makes the call at the end. Yes, but maybe he's programmed to to kill, for example, a stereotype of of human. Yeah, but that's that doesn't fit in the rules. No, it of, doesn't fit. Yeah. Yes. So we need Isaac back. We need him back <laughs> to explain his rules again. Okay. So, but what what actually happens if if you break the rules? I mean, there are a lot of fears. Mm. And um, it's AI is one of the most fundamental transformative technologies mm-hmm. that we have ever seen in the history of mankind. Yeah. And you can use the power for good and for bad reasons. Yeah. And the fear has always been there for the unknown. Mm-hmm. From the wheel to the internet. True. It's true. always there. But what do you think is the number one fear that people might have? Uh, people are scared that they're going to lose their jobs to artificial intelligence. Uh, I I used to be one of those people who was afraid of it. But I was listening to a TED talk or some, some uh, conference or mm-hmm. seminar on YouTube. And the guy who was pro-AI, he said when uh, Industrial Revolution happened... People were scared of the locomotive or the train that is going to replace the horses. And they were afraid that the machine is going to take over their jobs. But fast forward forward 300 years from then, uh, many people that used to work in the factories, now they don't work there anymore. Factories are becoming way more... uh, self-sufficient in terms of machines machines are doing most of the jobs and there are way way less uh, humans that are working in the factories but there are new jobs that emerged during the meantime for example 
if you speak to someone from 100 years ago that one day there is going to be a um, there is going to be a someone as a gym trainer they mm -hmm. would have laughed at you if there is someone who's going to make your nails they would have laughed at you uh, if you would have said someone's going to um, play in a theater mm -hmm. actually 100 years ago that used to exist <laughs> but someone's going to sell paintings that also used to exist <laughs> But that wasn't a job. That wasn't a main job. It was more of a luxury. But now it's it became a job. But the best example is a gym trainer. No one thought that the gym trainer would be a, a job mm -hmm. 100, 200 years ago. So I would believe that if artificial intelligence comes and takes over a lot of jobs, humans are going to learn to create new jobs <clears throat> and create new hobbies and create new stuff to keep themselves busy humans i do believe that always cope with the situation that um comes to them okay so the previous wave of automation mm -hmm. was just the manufacturing jobs that yeah. got replaced yeah and um, but in this wave it will be mostly service oriented mm -hmm. jobs yeah like uh like you're a fitness trainer. Mm -hmm. I don't think this job is 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 gonna be an opportunity for for the future because yeah you can automate it. Can you can you? sure. I do think that uh, most like call centers they, those are right now mostly AI. You especially f a few days ago I had to cancel a flight because of Corona. And I wanted to contact the customer service and there was only this stupid chat that I could write in, mm -hmm. which is uh, AI uh, powered and actually didn't work as good <laughs> as it should have, <laughs> but that's, that's one of the ways it's going to work. Call centers, uh, what's it called? Uh, have you seen Amazon? Um, Amazon new um, uh, lager no. storage spaces for the food for no. uh, Amazon Fresh. How they work is crazy. And that's also AI, the way they work. Yes, so I think it, it's going to affect also delivery drivers or cab yeah. drivers, supply chain, logistics. What, <clears throat> what I'm afraid is in short terms, um, that's... In short term, it seems like we had no plans. Yes. And I think it's gonna, in the next 10, 15 years, it's gonna become a bit chaotic, especially with, uh, with self-driving cars coming to the picture, many uh, delivery trucks, taxis, um, bus drivers, they're all gonna lose their jobs eventually. And do we have something? Do we have plans to replace them in a different sector we can't teach each truck driver to become a programmer no uh, and there needs to be plans made by governments and uh, private sector maybe to replace these jobs that are going to that are going to be lost to ai but in long terms i am hopeful 
that we will find a way to keep ourselves busy and we will create new jobs that we cannot think of today. Mm -hmm. So AI isn't a job killer, it's a job category killer, right? I need more explanation. <laughs> <laughs> the, because AI kills different categories of jobs, like the service jobs or the manufacturing it would it's, it's eventually kill it jobs in general because you can develop different jobs like you said yeah we you can develop new jobs uh, but it takes I time and i don't think that a lot of people are going to learn fast enough to hmm. change that how familiar are you with uh, american presidential election this this term Have you been involved at all? No. I, I For some reason, I'm into politics and oh, really? I was following it. And there was this one Democratic candidate, Andrew Yang. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that uh, our biggest problem are not immigrants that are coming to the U.S. and taking our jobs. It's uh, technology and uh, automation. Mm -hmm. And for that, he was saying that we need to pay each American thousand dollars when uh, because they're gonna eventually lose their jobs, and we're gonna have this, we're gonna have to have this universal pay, mm. which pays each person a certain amount of money because their jobs are gonna be replaced by technology. And one of the theories that I've listened to and I've heard before is that AI is eventually going to take over all our jobs, AR and robots. So they have to work both work together mm -hmm. and humans are just going to enjoy their lives. They're just going to go on the river, go on the beach, play tennis, play football, uh, watch movies. And that's uh, paint paintings, those kind of stuffs. And AI is just going to produce wealth and we're going to have this universal as Andrew Yang uh, was saying in his uh, election campaign uh, and yeah that's the thing they also wanted to do this in Switzerland I think two years ago and there was a referendum about it and do you believe this? universal pay and AI yeah and our vacation that we're just having I don't think it's gonna happen in our time hmm. but in our uh, next generation maybe our kids maybe experience this i do believe in it okay but one one thing uh, one fear of of humans is um that ai in the wrong hands mm -hmm. is gonna do something really bad yeah and i don't think that i don't know someone is gonna have the power mm -hmm. it's gonna be a ruler and do you think that he is so kind or she that we're all gonna have a vacation huh. that he treats us all the uh, same and well the, just wants the best for the, us the good thing about technology is that anyone <clears throat> anywhere around the world can develop it so i do think that there are going to be more superpowers the one that programs the best program is going to win maybe us has the higher hand because they bring all the um, programmers from all over the world to this small place in Silicon Valley and they're developing the best programs and softwares there right now but yeah why not why I think it depends on 
I mean, there are still so many countries that are pouring significant amounts of investments and research into developing AI systems. And I think the one that that invests the most, most has um, the power at the end. Yeah, but I don't see any reason why they don't want us to go on the beach or enjoy our lives because by then they have the robots and everything else. Um, we, I, I think we shouldn't look at the worst case scenario. <laughs> if it happens, then we are going to be shit faced. So <laughs> sorry, but then we are, uh, yeah, then, then the life is not going to be good. But if I, if when I look at the good things that can come out of it, then it looks like a pretty nice world that we have all more time to do stuff. If we're not lazy. If we're not lazy. Yeah. Play <laughs> computer games. Play anything you want to do. Because the um, robots are gonna... The, the AI is gonna produce the wealth that now mm -hmm. we as humans have to do it. And where's all the money gonna go? Where's all the wealth gonna go? That's a really positive uh, view of things. Yeah, I don't think many people look at it this way. No, I don't think so either. But I think... I think a lot of people are afraid of a super intelligent AI system that kills us all. It's because <laughs> we, we've seen this in the films, you know? We yeah. grew up with this. And yes. that's the image we have in our head. Uh, we, don't, we didn't see much film. There are actually... I don't think there are any films that AI or robots are like the good, good people. There's always something bad behind it. And this this gives made this image in our head that robots and AI is bad. But No, I just think the people that are going to have the power are maybe not always the good ones. Hmm. Because right now there's war. Why shouldn't it why should it stop if you have the power to control AI? Why should it stop? I think it's uh, important to know what intelligence is and mm -hmm. how we measure and define intelligence mm -hmm. as a concept for both humanity and technology mm -hmm. and a computer. True. So maybe we should um, think about that. Yes. We should. We should. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> we'll finish our today's podcast. Yes, I hope you liked it. It was, it's interesting. It's a really tough, it's a really tough, tough, tough topic to talk about. Especially, I don't think even specialized people have enough uh, input to put in this. But we try to give our humble opinions on it. And Yes, and as I did my research, it was difficult to find something. Because there were so many different things to read about and opinions and hmm. I don't know it was difficult yeah but we keep educating ourselves mm -hmm. and talk about it and I think next week is going to be more interesting because we have more information on architecture and then we can make maybe make a bridge between artificial intelligence and architecture which is more uh, our field of studies yeah um, yeah perfect thank you that you we're on the show, Faras. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> and thanks for listening.